0: hi hi welcome to sip survive and repeat um so i listened to our most recent episode well oh i like start i started to i mean i usually don't anymore like i listen to the first like 20 episodes and then i kind of stop.
1: every now and yeah every now and then i'll get a little and then once it's my turn i skip it but (laughs) it's hard to listen to your voice your own voice
0: it is i like it grosses me out Grosses you out. That's gross. (laughs) Kind of like getting a shot in the foot. That grosses me out. Um so I just have to tell you that I bought a new hair thing. Um it's okay, so Mm. I don't have long hair, as many of you know, but I'm like growing it out kind of like to get some bangs or something. Mm. I'm into that. Um it's taking too long like a side bang situation. But I'm getting annoyed with it. So I don't know if it's gonna happen. But what I can tell you is I, brought, I bought some sea salt spray. Sea <laughs> salt spray. Sea salt spray. And I put it in this morning and I feel like it looks nice. What do you think?
1: It does look nice. It's like texturized without being like guy hair balmy. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Pomade.
0: Like, yeah, usually I have to use pomade to make it like yeah. texturize and this time I just use that. I sprayed that it on wet hair. Sea salt spray. My spray. I put it in before I blow dried and it was like my hair was like sticking straight up. It was crazy because it was so it added so much volume. Oh, and then I sprayed a little bit more on it once it was dry and the scrunched a little and like, Ooh, oh, someone's here. But I bet
1: you that's my rug. If Todd hears me talk about my rug one more time, he's going to
0: he's going to leave me. Yeah, probably. He's so over oh. it. Oh, man. Oh. Maybe um, that's what it is, though. Yeah, so anyway, so this sea salt spray is amazing. I don't know if you've ever used a sea salt spray.
1: I feel like I've tried it at one point. Like, they marketed it as, like, a beachy. It'll give you, like, a beachy Beachy wave. wave. It did not do that for me, but my hair's longer. But I wonder
0: if, like, this had really good reviews on Amazon. What's the brand? I don't fucking know. Okay. But I'll look it up, and I will tell you. Um, But what I can tell you is I am happy with results. I've never had to not use pomade to make my hair Mm -hmm. do what it's doing. So. It looks
1: really pretty. Thank you. It Thank makes
0: you. sure your hair color makes your eyes stand out. Has anyone ever told you that? Yes. I also have, my dad, an eye doctor, told me I have the bluest irises he's ever seen. Oh, wow. And he sees a lot of eyeballs, he's you guys. He's seen a lot of eyeballs. It, I'm sure he's not at all biased. I started following your mom <laughs> on Instagram. Oh, yeah, she told me. She was like, what does that mean? <laughs>
1: It doesn't mean anything because I don't ever post anything other than and she dog pictures. She doesn't post anything, so, so we're like confused. we're, like, canceling each other out. Basically, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll post a dog picture here and there, and that's all I got yeah. going on.
0: Well, she told me. She was like, oh, your friend Danelle. And then I asked if she listens to the podcast, and she's like, no, your brother told me there's a lot of swearing, <gasps> so I don't like that.
1: I'm you like, know, okay. it, like, shows you, like, who's connected with other,
0: uh-huh. you know. I was like, oh, Jenny's mom. You're like, I'm in. Yes. I mean, Kenny's mom posts some stuff. I don't think I
1: follow Kenny's mom. Maybe I do.
0: Get it
2: together. She didn't know how to post an actual post until I told her the other day. She oh, was is like, that why she
0: always did stories? Yeah. Oh. She's like
1: I she's go- like ahead of her game though.
0: Yeah,
2: stories are big. Yeah, she was like, I I try to go do a post, but then like it says access to my camera. I don't want to take a picture now. Like we have to give them access to the camera in order to post. Like, oh. I
1: haven't made a post in a long. I always just do stories.
0: I never do stories. I feel like I
2: do stories more than posts. Yeah.
0: I like never do stories because I'm like, what's the point? It's going to disappear. What if I want to look at it again? True.
2: Story if it's not good enough for a post.
0: Oh, That's Every, what I do. everything in my life is good enough for a post, in my I mean, opinion. I guess I should start
1: posting. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because everything I, I do, stories is like riveting.
0: I literally post nothing on my personal Instagram. Everything I post is for this podcast or my horse stuff. Right. Or work. Yeah. Yeah. Because my personal account is basically my work account. Yeah. So,
1: yes. So, I'm into the... Okay, love the sea salt spray. Sea salt spray. Jenny um, sea seashells by the seashore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: you've got a new outfit on.
0: I did. Athleta, you guys. I really like their... I like their their vibe. I'm so into it. I'm sweating already, which I know you guys don't want to hear about but... They make sweat a great... Episode, but.
1: Sidebar, they make a great swim skirt. If you're into, like, a swim oh, skirt scene. Is it, like a, is it, like, a mini skirt? Yeah, it's, like, a mini skirt. It's almost, like, a cool... Like, a cute little cheerleading skirt, but for the pool. Ooh.
0: I could be into that. I love to wear it like around the pool. I feel like I'd be into that because where I live now, they have a splash pad. And in the summer. You could wear like a tank top with it. Yeah. That's what I wear around like the house. And then Mm -hmm. if I have to like cool off real quick, AKA, well, if I have to go roll around in the splash pad, help my (laughs) son in the splash pad, wink, wink, I need to get cooled (sighs) off because I'm always hot. uh, I could wear that. Yeah. Interesting. I love okay. it. That's yeah. That's a good idea. I've also seen swim shorts, but those look more like mm. bike shorts, and I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. And I'm not sure the
1: short covers up, un- like the skirt is like, it's tight and it's short, but it covers up all the areas that he covered where shorts <laughs> are just like, they don't really hide anything.
0: No, that's just wearing stretchy It is shorts. annoying
1: if you jump in the water though with a swim skirt on. Right. Because then it's like floating around you and stuff.
0: Right. But in a splash pad, I feel like that would be- you, You're golden. Okay.
1: So, Athleta, swim skirt, get it. Okay.
0: Probably not yet, because it's no.
1: November in Ohio. No. But Get it in the soon. spring. Perfect. You, she's sweating, guys.
0: I can't help it. It's um, not even hot in here. Me and Kenny have both agreed it's hot in yeah, here. I have a
1: blanket wrapped around me and a sweatshirt on. You're crazy. And Todd just started a fire.
0: These two, yeah. Get ready. <laughs> we, like, can't <laughs> even handle the cherries. S- <laughs> their house is a hot mess, literally hot. Hmm. Um. Okay, so... Tell us about the wine because it's this isn't part of the wine club wines um, because we already you already had this bottle open so let's talk about it.
1: So I picked this up. I went to pick up our wine the other day for the wine club of the month, which for will open from Magna Wine, which will open next week. Okay. Wait, oh, okay. well, the following for you all, but whatever. Um, but this is also from Magna Wine. It's called Evolucio. El- Evolucio, yeah, Evolucio. And it's really, it's beautiful. It has two birds on it with a tree. It's a red. Um, it's from Austria, 12.5%. Mm-hmm. Uh, fresh, dark, ripe cherries, velvet finish. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it pairs well with roast chicken and grilled meats, which I prepared a nice chicken breast for you all, <laughs> and some steaks that we'll be serving later. Just kidding. There's trail mix from last week on the on the, on the table. Kitchen. You know,
0: my favorite week so far has been the caramel apple situation. Really? Oh, my God. It was so delicious. Did you eat those when you took them home, Kenny?
2: Yeah, I ate a little bit of them. Okay.
0: Um, I really enjoyed when I listened to the last episode, uh, which, like I said, I don't do all the time, but there's parts where I am talking to you, and you can tell I'm eating a fucking apple. That's annoying, right? Yeah. I was like, Jenny stop it i mean i do i've done that before too and my mouth was full but i had to make the point then so Mm. so get over it welcome to podcasting
1: the wine is delicious it's very dry it's Mm -hmm. fresh and ripe and velvety like we said (laughs) it's good you'll have to get a candid picture
0: oh yeah, yeah i will i will you know how i like to do um anything else that we need to speak of
1: no, I need a little bit more before I do my story, though. Okay, I'm a little nervous. Ohio is
0: about to go back down on lockdown. S- oh, shit. I didn't mean to take all of it. Can are we going to, we, we got to
1: open another bottle? Yeah, we now. do. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to do that. that oh, my. Such an
2: aggressive <laughs> pour. That
1: was the, the most aggressive do pour. Do you care if I pour? No. Are okay. You, do you have
0: diseases? No,
1: but there is a pandemic going around. Well, oh,
0: boy. <laughs> Oh my God,
1: Kenny, edit this out.
0: <laughs> you guys, she just poured her wine into my glass, and then there was a bunch of wine that got on her table runner, and then she just stuck it on my notes. <laughs> Sorry. You don't need those notes.
1: I've seen you podcast. You don't need those notes. I look, I'm more worried about the table runner than your notes. <laughs> it's fine. I
0: Look, I put my wine right back on it.
1: <laughs> my, my Pier 1 clearance going out of business table runner? Yes.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. Um, oh, okay. Do you want a little more? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Let's try to do this better. I mean, now there's a, we have a, we have a thing. Oh there you God. go. It's, it's I good. mean, it's still made a it's little. It's fine. A little boo-boo. Okay. Okay. Now that we're done with that, you might have to cut that out. I'm
1: a little nervous. Now
2: we're keeping it.
0: Okay. <laughs> Kenny's the like, I don't to The pouring of the wine this. from glass to glass. And then we show up with COVID next week. So
1: I hand wrote my notes again. Good. Because so you I. guys told me it sounds better this way. This is from Reader's Digest. Our favorite. Our favorite in my last minute crunch. I am going to get better someday at preparing. I don't have an excuse not to be prepared.
0: I mean, neither do I. Here's the thing. I'm usually, a lot of times I find the story prior to the day of recording, but a lot of times I don't look at or read the story until the day before. Or the day of.
1: Exactly. I do have a little anxiety if I wait till the day of to find something.
0: Yeah, I can't find something day of.
1: I did today. Oh, God. Typically, I don't. OK. So here I we go. I found
0: this like a week ago. Oh, that's But good. I didn't do anything about it till this morning. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so get ready. Buckle I'm your seatbelts. I'm
0: <laughs> buckled Here in. we go. She's doing cheerleading moves. OK. So
1: mine is a list, which I know your friend is a fan of. Connie. Connie, this is for you. Okay, <laughs> but don't worry, it's a Connie. I I picked out some good Reader's Digest lists, so okay. it'll be, you're, here's what's going to happen. You're going to learn a few things, people, uh-huh. and I'm going to tell you some great stories.
0: And then I will get honest feedback from my friend Connie about yes. whether she liked this list or not. There was one list. Oh, the buried alive list, list I did, we decided was okay. That was a good one. Okay. She so some lists are okay. I,
1: I welcome her feedback. Okay. But you know we do lists when we're in a pinch. Okay. Okay. So... The title of my series is called "What to Do." Oh my god, I love that. Okay, so number one, I'm going to do three of it, uh, three of these. Okay, so number one is kidnapped at gunpoint. Oh shit. Mm. So this is Wildwood, New Jersey, in 2013. Oh, okay. Um, it's about 9:30 in the morning, on a cold March morning. Hmm. Mm. Seventeen-year-old, no name, included in the story because she's 17. Yes. Um was carjacked at gunpoint. Mm -mm. Uh, I don't know if she was leaving work or what her situation was, but she was getting into her car. Someone pulls a gun on her. She turns around and she knows the woman that's pulling the gun on her.
0: It's a woman. It's a woman. Interesting.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, It was 45-year-old Florbera Nava. Definitely not pronouncing that right. Um, (laughs) Phlebotomy. (laughs) Fallopian tube, um, <laughs> so she recognizes this woman. She's forty, you know. She's like, "Oh my gosh, I know this girl." So what happened is um, the seventeen-year-old victim had recently had a child okay. and decided to make the hard decision to give it up for adoption. Okay, and Miss Nava, who is holding her at gunpoint at the moment was one of the contenders for the adopted child, baby. Oh,
0: oh I did not see that coming. Mm-mm.
1: So it turns out that the 17-year-old victim chose a different family in Philadelphia. So we're in New Jersey. Philadelphia, Philadelphia is a neighboring state, obviously. Um, chose another family for the adoption.
0: At and this point, I'm probably thinking smart move. Right. And Miss <laughs> Nava is Ms. not. Nava seems like she's not stable. She's not stable and
1: she's not happy about it clearly.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, so Nava instructed our 17-year-old victim to get in her car, meaning the victim's car, not Nava's car. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So she's like get in the car and we're go- we're going to go get the baby essentially.
0: She's oh. like I'm going to
1: go steal the baby back cuz it should be mine.
0: Oh, no. Yeah.
1: So um, when Nava gets in her car, she also not Nava. When the victim gets in her car, she notices that Nava loads in some other key items in the car with her. So she's got a gun already.
0: Mm -mm. She
1: also brings duct tape, nope, trash bags, nope, and um, I think they said oh latex gloves Mm, to the party.
0: Sounds kind of like a barrier victim kit.
1: Yeah. So our victim knows that. Things are going to not end well for her probably. And also possibly the family that she's driving her to go to. Um, During this time, Nava says, if you don't comply with what I'm telling you, I'm going to, I know where you live and I'm going to kill your entire family. And I'm going to kill you because I'm holding a gun up to you right now. So do what I say. So she gets in her car and they're driving and I'm not sure the distance from the family's house. I don't know how long they were driving or how long they were in the car or whatever. Um, but as time passes, the victim knows that she's in a really bad situation and she needs to make some decisions. Yeah. And they're crossing the, I believe it's called like the, the Delaware Bridge or the Delaware River or something like that. They're crossing a bridge and she notices on the shoulder of the road, like the pull-off area, there's a cop. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what can I do? Like she sees this him off in a distance as they're crossing the bridge. So she has a little bit of time to think. And she was like, what can I do in this moment to get that cop's attention? Um, so what she does is she presses her foot on the gas, the accelerator, and runs right into the cop car. Oh. And the minute she hits the cop car, she flees her car mm-hmm. and runs near the cop car, uh-huh. which obviously got his attention. And, (laughs) yeah, she yells out to the cop, this lady has, you know, kidnapped me. She's holding me at gunpoint, blah, blah, blah. The cop thankfully believes her and arrests Miss Nava. Um, So she is arrested on kidnapping charges, um, carjacking and weapons charges. She also is not a legal citizen in the country. So I don't know if that had something to do with the adoption or if that... I'm not really sure how that plays into a role, but she did make a plea deal. So maybe there was like some other things she was involved in. I'm not sure. They were going to give her 30 years in jail, but they reduced her sentence to 12 years, which is a little scary. Mm -hmm. So she's still in jail now. She's up for parole in... 2023 so she gets she gets the option for parole in 10 years which is 2023 um but hopefully she serves out her whole life sentence or the whole 12-year sentence um but i thought the cool takeaway in here is that when you are taken by gunpoint Or by any circumstance, put into a situation where someone's making you do something, you want to try to get out of it as quickly as possible. Because if she would have just went along with it, she probably would end up chopped up into little pieces, Mm. into a grocery bag, Mm. in the back of her car. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So, then at the end of the article, they talk about, like, expert advice, like what she did right. And the expert writes that when you have an opportunity to escape, you cannot hesitate um, and this person says that they've had guns pulled on them multiple times, this expert. And it says, you know, you get the wind sucked out of you at first, but then you have to recalculate your thoughts and and make a quick decision and try to catch your attacker in a weak moment and bail out as soon as you can. And that's exactly what our victim did in this situation. It saved her life wow. and saved her, you know, baby's life and the family that adopted this child's life too. So
0: I'm a little concerned when she gets out.
1: I am too 12 years is not that so I don't know what the plea deal was like I don't know what she would
0: have I mean unless she was involved in 30 that's what I mean like maybe she gave gave up like other people to get like a lesser sentence
1: like to go from 30 years to 12 years you gotta have some dirt on something right Mm -hmm.
0: Mm. okay so that's number one okay Connie
1: I hope you liked it (laughs) okay number two is stranded in a Canadian remote cold area is what i wrote
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a these are term. not these
1: are not the readers digest titles obviously i'm making up my own i like it okay so this one's actually my favorite mm-hmm. so it's may of 2012 mm-hmm. and this is a providence of canada northern canada and um it's very cold there in may mm-hmm. um, but this particular week there was a um a cold snap so it was colder than usual a cold, a cold, cold little snapper Mm-hmm. And, um, there's this little town near a lake in Northern Canada and it's about, I wrote hundreds of people. So it's a, I'm assuming it's a very, very small town. That sounds like it. Um, one night they, or one day they can com- like suddenly lose power. Mm-hmm. So they're like, what the hell just happened? We lost power. So the reason they lost power is hundreds of miles away.
2: Mm-hmm
1: or maybe 100 miles away. Mm-hmm. A long distance away, there is this self-proclaimed lumberjack or like a mm. woodsman.
0: No. He's out,
1: you know, taking a boat trip, he's canoeing, he's doing like like very like woodsy things, like he's hiking. Wearing, he has a
0: beard, he's wearing a flannel. He's
1: probably wearing carhartts, a he, flannel. He's
0: friends with woodchucks.
1: Yes. Yeah, so he's on his this like man adventure or whatever.
0: A man venture. A man venture. And Kenny, have you ever been on a man-venture? Can't say I have. Okay. Well,
1: get ready, because don't do it. So, <laughs> And he's alone. He's alone, quote, alone outdoorsman, as um, readers I just would call him. Mm-hmm. And so he was, I'm assuming he had a canoe, he had some type of boat, whatever. He becomes stranded, and he doesn't have fire. He doesn't have anything, doesn't have a phone, but he has an axe. And so for two days, he's, his boat. he flips his boat over and is kind of like sheltering under this canoe. Okay. And But he has an axe and he's like, I need to do something or I'm going to die. Like no one's like, so there's a lake where he became stranded. But then right next to the lake is this very wooded forest where there are lots of black bears. And it's just not somewhere you want to just like venture into. And he was just like, if I stay out here, I'm going to die. I don't have any food. I have no fire. I'm a goner. So, But he's like, but I have this axe. So what do I do? So he goes hiking a couple miles, and he sees an electric pole, Uh-oh. And he's like, hmm, okay. And he sees a couple more, and he's like, I'm going to cut that bitch down. So he cuts the first electric pole down. Uh-oh. Then he cuts the second one down. And then he cuts the third one down. And his Uh-oh. reasoning behind it yeah. is to get an, the attention of the power company for someone to come to rescue him, which I think is brilliant, because I would have thought of that. I would okay. not have thought of that.
0: It is brilliant. But also dangerous. I think it is like dangerous. Downed power lines are nothing to play with.
1: But you know what else is dangerous? What? Freezing to death.
0: Uh huh. That's true. Mm-hmm. Getting eaten by bears.
1: So exactly. So in Canada, power lines stretch for hundreds of miles. So it's not like the town was close to where he was. But thankfully, these power lines stretched to this little town that lost their power. And it took um, the power company they chartered a helicopter. Mm-hmm. And it took them 24 hours to find out where the location was as to where the power went down and they he stood he stayed by the telephone poles and when they came to figure out what was going on with the power outage they saw him standing there and they rescued him and he lived
0: and he was like sorry about your power lines <laughs>
1: he's like sorry about your power loss but so he lived and again at the end of each article they have like ask the experts mm-hmm. and um basically what they say is that when you're in a situation, you have to think out of the box. And mm-hmm. he certainly could have just stayed under his canoe and died, mm-hmm. but he thought out of the box and put two and two together, and it worked for him. Yeah. I also think uh, power line poles are very thick and big. Yeah. So they'd be very challenging to cut three of them down. But, um, but there you go. And my last and final is one about domestic violence mm-hmm. and it's real short. And I'm actually going to just read the article because there's no really way to reinterpret it, but I think it's really smart and it's a good way to remind us that just cause you're in a situation doesn't mean again, there's another like better strategic way out of it. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is a situation where a lady was being abused by her boyfriend. Okay. He was very drunk And she had tricked him into thinking that she was going to call and order pizza. Mm -hmm. And instead of ordering pizza, she was actually calling 911 Mm -hmm. and trying to be very discreet because she knew that he was so drunk that if he knew she was calling 911, things would have escalated and probably got way out of hand. So I'm just going to read you off her dialogue with the 911 dispatcher. And I think it's just very interesting and like a different point of view. Okay. Um, so the caller, the woman whose name is not None of the names in in these stories are disclosed. So, the caller says, "I'd like to order a pizza for delivery." And the 911 dispatcher says, "Ma'am, you've reached 911." And the caller says, "Yeah, I know. I have a large. Can I have a large with half pepperoni, half mushroom and peppers?" And the dispatcher says, "I'm sorry, you know you've called 911, right?" And the caller said, "Yeah. Do you know how long it'll take?" And the dispatcher says, "Okay, ma'am, is everything okay over there? Do you have an emergency?" And she says, yes, I do. The 911 dispatcher says, and you can't talk about it because there's someone in the room with you. And she says, yes, that's correct. Do you know how long it'll be? And the dispatcher says, I have an officer about a mile from your location. Are there any weapons in your house? And the caller says, no. And the dispatcher says, can you stay on the phone with me? And she says, nope, I'll see you soon. Thank you. And hangs up.
0: Do well, I have goosebumps? I do too.
1: And I've read this like once. <laughs> Um, an officer was dispatched to the house, took her out of the situation and, you know, thankfully everyone was okay and she's okay. But the expert says every woman is her own expert on her own life. And she says that, um, this woman clearly knew that calling the police outright would escalate the violence and become lethal. So it also speaks to how uh, victims can have... They have to be creative sometimes into getting help. And she was smart and was two steps ahead from her, um, drunk boyfriend and got herself out of the situation. So those are my three little ditties. I hope the list was approved by Connie.
0: Connie, let us know. I'll expect a full review.
1: Yes. Full review with notes, please. Yes. I loved it. Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest. All the way through. Always coming through. You know, we are getting to the point, though, when I go to their page, we've done a lot of them.
0: Uh-huh. So. And sometimes I'm like, wait, have we done this one? I know. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm to the point of, like, I can't remember.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a couple that stick out. Mm-hmm. Like, the Wheel Well one that you did for The Plane was one of my faves.
0: Mm. That was a one. That was a good
1: one. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Here we go. Hold on. I gotta look at this text real quick. Are you okay? Yeah, everything's good. Okay. I am doing the story of Blanche Monnier. I already love her name. Right? Mm -hmm. And her last name. Well, she's French.
1: Monnier.
0: This is an oldie. We're talking about, hold on, I wrote the year down somewhere. And there's
1: wine all over your paper because of me.
0: Shh, it's fine. 1876. Ooh, I love an oldie. Okay. So, Blanche... I don't know if I'm supposed to say it like French. I think I, you should, yeah. Blanche. Blanche. No, that'll be annoying. All right, so Blanche. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's my Cleveland accent Yeah, for you. Blanche. <makes> oh, I just realized the other day, how do you... Okay, your mom's or dad's sister, what do you call them?
1: My aunt?
2: Aunt?
0: Hmm, yeah. Aunt? That's how people are supposed to say it. Really? I mean, yeah. I, I mispronounce
1: most things, so...
0: I think in whoa in Cleveland we say aunt we say aunt like eh. aunt aunt uncle nasal shit, I know so
1: where was I and you can cut this out Kenny but I was somewhere and someone was speaking and it, they were from Cleveland and I was like oh my god the accent was so thick I'm not from Cle- I mean I'm from Ohio but I'm not from Cleveland so sometimes when people have a really thick Cleveland accent I notice it I
0: think mine's pretty thick
1: yours is thick my friend Danielle's is very thick too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: like nasally. Yeah. yeah,
0: I love it. I love it. Okay, so Blanche. No, Blanche. <laughs> I am trying to really hard. There goes not Kenny's say ears. <laughs> Sorry, Kenny. Um, she was a socialite in the town of Potres Pro- Potter. I want to be a
1: socialite in Cleveland.
0: We are. Oh, okay. I don't know wonder what, what that, that means. looked like. I wonder what I that looked like. Anyway, sorry. I have no idea. Um, in France, uh-huh. and um, she basically uh, was beautiful, and like at the time of this story she was around 25 and mm-hmm. she was getting to the point in 1860 or i'm sorry 1876 where she was 25 that means like you better get your act together girl you'd to be
1: married and popping out those babies you by don't want to be a
0: spinster
1: i actually think even 25 would be old exactly. back then right yeah
0: yeah hmm. so there was some concern she was getting a little bit like fuck i need mm. to do this and her okay so her um part of the reason is because her father had passed away when she was young. Okay. So her dad passed away. Um, and so her mother was expecting Blanche to, um, marry someone, uh, well off enough to take care of the family. Be like, no pressure, no pressure. (laughs) Fuck love. Marry for the money. Um, for
1: the rest of us, please.
0: (laughs) So, that was the goal, is that she would marry someone wealthy, and then that man would take care of the family, including the mother. Now, none of this was really necessary, because um, the father left them a very large fortune upon his death. Okay, don't be greedy. So now we're just being ridiculous. Yeah. They lived in a very nice house. Um, they had servants and stuff. Oh, like, what do you... They yeah. got to maintain their lifestyle, though. Yeah. But Blanche's mother, uh, Madame Louise Monnier, was um very strict. She sounds awful already. She ruled with an iron fist. So it said, uh, I got this from a ranker article, but I also watched a little twenty minute documentary with some Englishman like reciting things about it, which was really there were there was a lot of whispering in the background. <laughs> like, like to make p- it spooky. Wow. You'll find out why in a sec, but <laughs> I was just like, and he said some people don't like the whispering. I thought it was creepy, so I wasn't against it. I got where he was coming from. Anyway, um, so of course, Blanche's 25. She's like, I got to find a suitor. Let's do this. <laughs> so she falls in love with an attorney.
1: Falls in love, air quotes, or really, no, falls, really in falls in love? really
0: falls in love with an attorney. But he's a terrible attorney who is penniless. <laughs> penniless? Penniless.
1: Oh, I I thought you at first said kind of like penisless. Like <laughs> penisless. <laughs> I was like, Well, if they want kids, that's gonna cause a problem.
0: No, penniless. Oh. Like don't he was a bad lawyer who didn't make any fucking money. Oh. So he was not what Madame Monnier mm. wanted for her daughter. I
1: bet you her daughter did it also kind of on purpose. Well,
0: and this lawyer attorney guy was much older than Blanche too. But Blanche said that she was desperately in love with him. Oh, well, good. You go, girl. So she would sneak out at night mm-hmm. and have romantic
1: trip She's 25. Why does she have to sneak out?
0: Because it's 1876. Okay. Like, you don't, I don't know. You, can't you don't have independence. You can't just go around sleeping with people. No. Anyway, so she would sneak out, I think, to have the have the sex with her much older boyfriend. the That does have a penis. Yes, with the penniless, penniless, um, I'm making that very clear, uh, attorney. Okay. Never find out his name. And um, her mother is
2: enraged. Pissed.
0: (laughs) Mm. And so what would any mother do who doesn't like the person that her daughter is dating?
1: Forbid her to date them.
0: Yes, but when that doesn't work... You lock her up. Lock her in a room.
1: Is that what she did? Yes. <laughs> lock her up.
0: Oh, God, it's terrible. It's awful. And she's 25. She's 25. So at first, so her, it's um, Madame Monnier and Blanche's brother, Marseille. OK. Uh, A.K.A. Marcel, if you want to say it like a Clevelander. Um, <laughs> Marcel. So the two of them uh, plan this whole, like, It's not a kidnapping. It's in her own house. But so Blanche goes out to see her little suitor, her penniless attorney. Uh, They do the deed. She comes back. She sneaks in. Busted. And she's busted. They're waiting for her at the top of the stairs. Oh,
1: shit. You know that feeling. Yep.
0: (laughs) So they grab her and they throw her into a room with windows that do not open. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. And there's no bathroom. Oh. There's a mattress on the floor. And they lock her in there. hmm That's right. And um, Madame Monnier thinks, like, okay, like, in a couple days, she's going to break. She's going to say she'll never see this guy yeah. again. So that's all they want is, like, a verbal from her that... Right. Yeah. That she's going to leave this attorney guy alone because he's mm-hmm. penniless. I dun, just dun, really dun. like to say penniless. So anyway, um, yeah. Blanche is a feisty, feisty she gal. Is. So she's, like... Fuck you! I'm not gonna stop seeing him. That's the best D I've had in my life. Hey, I don't know. if She really said that. I'm paraphrasing. Um, I bet
1: you she was thinking it.
0: I bet she was. <laughs> there were also rumors swirling that she had already had his baby. And I'm like, mm, I kind of feel like people. I okay. feel like they would have known. Yeah, but I don't know.
2: The dress was eighteen something. I don't so know.
0: whatever. Um, so they lock her in this room and um she will not what's that called dissent consent i don't know she said no i'm not gonna stop seeing him she, there you go she said fuck off so she said um, no means no she said no means no i want to see him so she is in there she is naked she is given scraps of food uh she had nowhere to pee and poop other than in the room itself Ugh. She did now, not. Was that res- only just
1: creating a mess for them to clean up?
0: There was too? no. There was no bathing.
1: Oh.
0: Um, and uh, in the in the time that she started to be there, after a while with all the pooping and peeing and food scraps and things, uh, the room started to attract our favorite rats and oh. bugs. So, um, are you ready for the most terrifying portion of this? Yes. They did not do anything to physically harm her. But they kept her there for 25 years.
2: Shut the fuck up. (laughs) How do you find these? Like in those same conditions? Yep. Like she literally didn't like have a bathroom or clothes for 25 years
0: that is correct kenny
2: i don't understand the clothes part that one yeah why weird. not just
0: give her some like a, give her like well a, maybe a she a got wear. here's yeah. the thing maybe she got thrown in with clothes on but eventually she had to take them off because they were like gross and like you maybe use them to like wipe certain parts after a
1: while you know
0: you gotta do something
1: 25 years
0: yes and she's 25 years old so, oh my god, okay, hold on. I have a quote.
2: Don't, don't I, people only live to like yeah. 50 back then, anyway?
1: <laughs> They're like, wait, yes. this is a breakthrough. We've we know how to live long.
0: Lock them in a room, lock
1: them in a room.
0: Okay, so I have a couple quotes I wanted to read. So, uh, what happens is after 25 years, mm-hmm. an anonymous letter is sent to the attorney general.
1: Wait a minute, so, sorry. Sidebar: what's happened to the lawyer this whole time?
0: Oh, after she was locked up for nine years, yeah, he died. Oh, shit. So nine years into her so captivity. can't she just say,
1: like, yeah, I'm not in love with him anymore? She
0: doesn't know. <gasps> and at this point, she's in such terrible. She must have really terrible, loved him. She's in such terrible condition that I don't think her mom or brother could even bring her out because then... What are they, they going to tell people? Yeah. So at this point, so she's in this room. She's yelling and screaming all the time because she's losing her goddamn mind. Because she's pissed. And she's in solitary confinement.
1: And she's in love and her lover's out there.
0: Yeah. And so people heard her screaming, but her mom would say, she's gone mad. Like, she's gone yes. insane. It's a and, very 1800s and in thing 1800s, to say. If you had someone insane, you were supposed to keep them under lock and key at your home. That's what you did. If you had a crazy pants in your family, that's what you did. There was no help. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest. I mean, they were doing that we like the 70s. We all need a little help. Yeah. I need help. We all do. If you don't have enough serotonin, the store-bought kind is fine. OK? If yeah. If you don't have a what? Enough serotonin. Oh, yeah. The store-bought, the store-bought kind, kind is, is fine. It is.
1: Absolutely. OK.
0: So, Monsieur Attorney General. So
1: she writes a letter. No. Or
0: someone. OK. It's anonymous. Anonymous letter. OK. There's lots of theories. Some people think that it was the brother who couldn't handle it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, And some people think that it was one of the servants, uh, like, partners. So, like, one of the maids. How many years after this? This This is is 25 years. 25 years. Okay. So, Monsieur Attorney General, I have the honor to inform you of an exceptionally serious occurrence. I speak of a spinster who is locked up in Madame Monnier's house, half starved and living on a putrid litter for the past 25 years in a word in her own filth oh my god that was the letter and here's the thing this family madame monnier's family was in very high standing they were socialites like they had lots of money her dad worked for like an art institute Mm -hmm. her mom donated all the time to like different things in the community like she won an award for being like a great community leader Ew! and so the police were kind of like okay but they have to go check it out Mm -hmm. Mm. so they go to the quote-unquote well-respected monier manor (laughs) tell me what they find okay um they said when they got there the stench was so bad they could barely stay in the room oh blanche at this time who was 49 years old Aww, when she was found. Oh, baby. Was under 55 pounds. Oh, my God. Poor thing. Where do you guys see pictures of this Disgusting. shit? Disgusting. All right. So this is the quote from the police. We immediately gave the order to open the casement window. This was done with great difficulty, for the old dark colored curtains fell down in a heavy shower of dust. To open the shutters, it was necessary to remove them from their hinges. As soon as light entered the room, we noticed in the back, lying on a bed, her head and body covered by a repulsively filthy blanket, a woman identified as Mademoiselle Blanche Monnier. The unfortunate woman was lying completely naked on a rotten straw mattress. Mm. All around her was formed a sort of crust made from excrement, fragments of meat, vegetables, fish, and rotten bread. We also saw, wait, we also saw oyster shells and bugs running across Mademoiselle Monnier's bed. The air was so unbreathable, the odor given off by the room was so rank that it was impossible for us to stay any longer to proceed with our investigation. Wow.
2: Mm, That poor woman. It's amazing she didn't die of like some disease that just got created in there. Oysters?
0: oyster shells so that um. means she was just fucking eating oysters
2: in there I, mean, I love oysters so. I know
0: but they I don't probably think these are the kind you want to yeah, eat yeah I don't Kenny. think these are the kind you want I don't think these had any of that good sauce on it mm. no you that no I mean? and they were also part of the, the experiment crust oh my god <laughs> sorry it's so
1: gross wait where did this take place again
0: uh France France okay it was about four hours outside of Paris oh my god exciting news okay So when the police found her, uh, her mom or her brother, there was conflicting who said this, said she is a foul, angry, overly excited, and full of rage person. That's why we had to keep her locked up. Yeah. Um, When they got there and they were doing their investigation, they noticed that the walls were covered in words having to do with freedom. So um, Madame Monnier was in her mid-70s when she was arrested. And as we said, people usually don't live that long. So, of course, she died within 15 days of her arrest. Of course
1: she did, bitch.
0: Heart. She got arrested. Then they immediately basically had to take her to the hospital. Ugh. All right. So, and her last words were, oh, my poor Blanche.
1: Oh, I hope you rot in hell.
0: She's for shizzle, rotten, and hell. Yeah, she is. this was insanity. 25 years? Yeah. And get this. Her uh. brother, Marcel, who was part of all this. Yeah. Who has, at this point, a family, a wife, and a daughter.
2: Excuse was sentenced me?
0: to a whopping 15 months. What? Uh-huh. And then he was a lawyer himself. So he appealed it and won because he hadn't actually... Like, in that time, if you didn't actually hold the person hostage yourself. You're not accountable. Then you're not accountable. Hmm. You don't, you aren't on the hook to release them. Oh. Even if you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So he was sentenced to 15 months, and then he was acquitted. So he ended up getting nothing.
1: If I were Blanche, I would go after that motherfucker so hard. Yeah. Because by that point, it's like, your life's over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, she's just
0: she's now forty nine. She's definitely not getting married at this point. Mm -mm. She weighed fifty five pounds. Um, she went to the hospital and she was there for a while. Like as I tried to get her, you know, back to normal weight at least. Um, then she had. I mean, at that point, she had she had literally, bless you, had literally gone insane from being now she really was in a room. Now she really was insane, and so she was put into a (gasps) mental mental institute back then. I think they called it a sanatorium. For the rest of her life. And That's she lived awful. After this, she lived 12 more years before she passed away. So she lived 25 years of freedom, 25 years in a room filled with her own shit, and then 12 years in a sanatorium where she died. Awful. And you'll never believe this. Hold on. Kenny, this is going to be a lot of um, blank space while I look this picture up.
1: I just cannot believe that.
0: Okay. Here's Blanche.
1: Oh, she's beautiful. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. The neckline.
0: Oh, so lovely. Oh, the neckline. And this is when they found her.
1: Oh. Oh, my God. Holy shit.
0: You guys will have to see these pictures. That's the story of Blanche Monnier. Bravo.
1: Bravo. (laughs) That might be one of my favorites you've done. Why? Thank Only you. because I've seen that that picture is awful, and you guys need to follow us on Instagram because you got to see that picture. Oh, fuck. Awful. Yeah, it's real bad. It's real bad. Wow.
0: Can you believe it? No, in 25 years. Yeah, gross. It's the worst. And
1: we complain about the dumbest shit in our like in our. <laughs>
0: yeah. At least someone didn't lock you in a room where you right. had to shit on yourself for 25 years. I'm gla-
1: I'm complaining about it being cold in here and it's 70 degrees. Listen,
0: can you imagine? You just have to live amongst your poop. No. Ugh.
1: Okay. So sad. Great Kenny, job. Kenny, Good job. Thank you. I love that one. <laughs> I mean, in like a weird, in a weird twisted.
0: Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny.
2: Okay. <laughs> so blank, which is, I'll give you a hint. It's like a retailer. Uh-huh, I'll, okay. You just guess what they sell. I guess endorses hehe for bird of the year. Endorses hehe. It's a type of bird. Oh. Okay. Hmm. I don't. I might be pronouncing it wrong. It's h i h i hi hi. Is it hi hi
0: hee, he he, oh. ha ha he he. It's a New
2: Zealand bear, uh, bird. Beer, bird like, uh, <laughs> we can't talk.
0: PetSmart. Um,
2: it's weird news to know. Come oh on. shit! You're right. We're um, not. We're not in reality. KFC. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, guess. that's
1: a good one. Popeye's Chicken. <laughs> I'm I'm dovetailing off of Jenny's. Pun well, intended.
2: Adult Toy Mega Store endorses the hi hi for bird of the year.
1: Why? Adult store. Okay.
2: Do they
0: they have like a sex toy that looks like a hi-hi?
2: They don't. (laughs) I'll I'll read the first two (laughs) paragraphs (laughs) just because the way they write this article is beautiful. In the race to win the coveted bird of the year title, our native Manu and their supporters strive to highlight the animal's strongest qualities. The... I don't know how to pronounce these birds. I apologize. The K's cheekiness. The (laughs) Pikawa's friendly flirtation with humans. The (laughs) sheer bigness of the Karoo. But one bird is now revealed... A side of themselves that may surprise many with their revelation comes a big endorsement from an unusual source. Turns out the Hi Hi is a hornbag. <laughs> That's funny. It, it has testicles four times larger than any other bird that size, and it's the only bird to mate face to face. Oh. There's uh, some photoshops of the Hi Hi with nipple clamps.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: also holding a, a whip.
0: Oh. Whips. Okay.
2: But uh, to dovetail off this, no pun intended.
0: No, you guys are really into this. I like it. Ah. Uh,
2: this year, another year, voter fraud has caught the bird of the year competition. What? Past three years, there's been voter fraud in <gasps> the competition. Oh,
0: my God. Did Donald Trump really win? Birds? I,
2: I mean, voter fraud can happen in the bird competition. Who knows? Was it his? <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I meant, did Donald Trump win bird of the year? dun 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 Okay.
2: But uh, the bird of the year thing is to help like endanger birds in New Zealand. Aww. It's actually a really cool, like thing that they do.
0: Nice,
1: not sponsored by PetSmart as it should be,
0: or KFC which it shouldn't be. No, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I like that he's a little horn dog. That's I cute. And that they thing.
1: mate face to face,
0: and he has huge balls. What I mean, what else could you ask? Have for? you ever seen an animal walking down the street with huge balls, and you're just like, damn?
1: Yeah, like a dog or something. Yeah, you're like oh. you're like shit.
0: Yeah. You're like, shit. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's shocking. <laughs> Sorry, it is. I'm just not used to it. And then you're just like, whoa! <laughs> Look at that a set of balls
1: on that animal. <laughs> Look at the set of balls on that bird. I
0: mean, here's the thing. As a woman, like I could give a shit about what your balls look like. I think
1: guys think that women care about balls. No,
2: I don't think that. Good. You don't think that? Okay, good. No offense. I don't see why they would. I don't
0: see why. Hideous. They're hideous and awful and (laughs) ugh. But when I see them on a dog, I'm just like, damn, because they're just just out. But then you
1: have that reaction when you see them on a dog.
0: Oh, not a sexual way, and I'm no, like I know Jesus Christ, se- like you know, like wow. I just feel
1: like how uncomfortable.
0: Agreed.
1: Like I know women, we've got boobs, and that's uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. But like balls would be so
0: uncomfortable to have. Agreed, Kenny.
2: <laughs> not <laughs> all the time, but I mean, but sometimes, sometimes
0: yeah. Okay, I mean, anyway. my son tells me sometimes. <laughs> He we actually had to get him boxer briefs. He's gonna love me when he gets older and this is still out there. Uh, I had to get him boxer briefs because he told me that his um the things behind his peanut were um sticking to his leg.
1: <laughs> Some baby powder and boxer briefs? Yeah. They don't make
0: regular boxers for little kids, so they only had boxer briefs. So I just bought like a little bit bigger size so that things wouldn't be as compacted.
1: Why don't they make boxer briefs for kids? No, they do.
0: Oh. They don't have regular boxers, though. Just like the cotton, loosey goosey oh, ones. Got it. Okay. So, anyway, I got boxer briefs, but they're loose enough that, like, his men can dangle free. instead <laughs> they stick of being... to his leg. No, you know what? They weren't sticking to his leg. They were sticking to his, like, body. You know, because oh. he was wearing, you know, like briefs, yeah. like a kid. Anyway, I had, I remember it, Donald, was, <laughs> Donald was out of town, and I had to be like, hey, um, our son just said that his balls are sticking to him. What am I supposed to do? <laughs>
1: I bet you that's how guys feel about when maybe like their daughter has their period at their house or something. Probably. They,
0: you know, it was same Z's except for like he's little, so he just calls it his peanut or his peanut <laughs> tail. <gasps> naturally. <gasps> oh anyway, God. you guys, thanks for listening to Sip Survivor Pete. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.
2: <laughs>